Hey, beautiful people. Thanks for tuning in. This is Uncut Gems with Slim, your weekly motivational push to dive deep into fulfilling your purpose, pursuing your passion, and expanding your capacity to become your best self. Welcome back for another episode of Uncut Gems with Slim. I'm super excited because on today's episode, we are having another special guest to my very, very good friend, Miss Lachey Price. What's up, hey, girl? girl? <laughs> super excited to have her on the podcast. Um, this is part of our Forces Female series, so we're talking about women in business. So I'm going to let Lachey reintroduce herself to you guys. If y'all haven't seen our previous episode together, if you haven't, make sure you watch it, but introduce yourself hey guys i am lachey i am a branding photographer here in columbia south carolina i am mm-hmm. also a creative studio space owner here in columbia as well i have been on this journey of entrepreneurship for about eight years now and full time as of july 2020 so it's been a journey along the way i met slim and here we are Lachey is a jack of all trades and I thought who better to come on and speak about women in business besides someone who's had experience in the corporate sector as well as an entrepreneur, um, a female black owned entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? So super excited to have her here today to kind of share, like I said, those different tips and tricks about being a woman in business, more specifically a black woman in business. So to start off, I kind of wanted to talk about a few different things. Um, And one of them was just about like, what's some red flags in business as a woman um, that you can kind of like point out when you're doing business with people, whether that be men, whether it be corporations, whether it be anything like different red flags that make your little alarm go off like, wait a minute, don't try to play me because you know, as y'all know, if you're a woman and you go like to get your car fixed or something, they be upselling you on everything. Call your daddy, call your boyfriend, call your husband, call somebody first because they will try to play you because you're a woman. So I want to know what's some red flags in business that you feel like you kind of have come across and tips and tricks to like notice them. So some of the things I can say is as a woman, corporate America, mm-hmm. um, I've seen where, and even as being African-American, we can get lowball mm-hmm. a lot with our salaries. Um, holding different positions in corporate America um, and looking at, you know, even most recently before I transitioned out, my mm-hmm. white counterpart, um, her salary was, you know, way more than mine's, but we carried the same title. Mm-hmm. I had more experience. So um, some of those red flags are different people trying to lowball you, trying to discredit your education, your experiences. Mm-hmm. Like you said, when it comes to getting your car fixed, mm-hmm. um, 
there are people that will try to, you know, bump the price up because mm -hmm. they feel like we don't know any better. Mm -hmm. And another one I would say when it comes down, especially to the entrepreneurship side mm -hmm. of what I do, being a small business and negotiating different contracts with different companies, mm -hmm. different small businesses, um, different solo entrepreneurs, um, that negotiating side as a female, sometimes the opportunities fall where you're lowball. Mm -hmm. A lot. Um, sometimes you have different vendors that want to pay you less. Mm -hmm. They will cross you and want to no negotiate the different terms of the contracts only because you are a female. Mm -hmm. um, you're seeing more female photographers mm -hmm. in the industry, but you do see a lot of male photographers as well. And especially with being in my field as a branding photographer, I have a lot of clients that want to negotiate prices with me mm -hmm. because I am a female um, and also because of how they view their view on what exactly photography looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, photography looks different being a branding photographer. It's not about your traditional portraits per mm -hmm. se that you would have taken. Mm -hmm. So that would be one red flag is people wanting to negotiate your product or your service. Um, I feel like people do that too when you're a new business. Yes. Um, and that kind of leads into my second question, which was how to stand firm and stand your ground when it comes to like negotiating your rates and things like that. Because I know like as a new, I know as an influencer myself, starting off, like not going from receiving free product and doing content in exchange, I don't care how small you are, product is not payment. You cannot pay your bills in product, so you cannot pay me in product. But as you like start off, you kind of don't, when you don't know, then you just get what you can get. Um, and I want us to kind of become a little bit more aware about knowing that you're worth more than in exchange for product or whatever because I know a lot of times you'll start off I remember my cousin she started off doing nails and she used to do $15 full sets $15 and, and that's sets. okay though like starting out because we do have to start somewhere mm -hmm. so like I feel like as we evolve in our businesses in the beginning when we we're trying to build our portfolios when mm -hmm. we we're trying to establish our clientele it's okay to have low prices, maybe to do some things at a lower rate, but then it's also not something that you want to do Don't get stuck, stuck there. there. Because when you get stuck there, you also set the tone of how people perceive your business. So mm -hmm. we think just because we're setting a low price that it's going to bring in more clients to us or it's going to bring about more opportunities. And where that may be the case is also increasing your workload. Um, and then it's also setting the standard that you are basically a low budgeted brand. You mm -hmm. are willing to take low. So mm -hmm. like you said, Charging what you're worth um, yeah. is definitely important. Yeah, and I feel like, like with my cousin, for me, I felt like, I was like, oh my gosh, she do $15. But when you're good and you know, like, what you do is really good, like, you can't stay there. Like Lachey said, it's okay to start off small or whatever just to kind of get your name out there and things like that. But you don't want to be doing so good and then you're known as like yeah she the $15 set girl mm -hmm. and then when your clientele increase she's getting celebrity clients and things like that 
and she's it's like a hundred dollars for a set now you looking like boop the fool because you done started your brand and kind of had that low budget yep. attached to you so you kind of want to just make sure you're um doing your research that's very important for kind of guessing where your pricing should be but also like asking questions so if you do have um other influencer friends or other friends who are in your sector or mm -hmm. do what you do other branded photographers kind of seeing peeping what their rate package looks like peeping what your non-black counterparts or male counterparts like what their rates look like or if there's a i don't know if they be sharing salaries and stuff but if you have that information you can kind of use that to know whether you're being lowballed or not and also accepting that the price is the price. So when you look at it from a corporate Amer or a entrepreneur side is mm -hmm. the price is the price. Yep. Um, and knowing that, you know, you have the ability to negotiate and flex your price as long as you're coming out with the better end of the deal. Mm -hmm. um, you should never like uh, negotiate or lower your price for the sake of your account, who, uh, you know, your potential client you want to make sure that if you lower the price that you are able to drive that deal mm -hmm. but making sure that it's something that's still beneficial for you mm -hmm. never discount your prices when it's going to not be profitable on your end right and then when you look at it from a corporate america standpoint um when it comes down to like negotiating your salary never um never lowball yourself like mm -hmm. I know that sometimes companies will give you a base salary, mm -hmm. but nine times out of 10, that base salary is base. Like yeah. it is legit. Like the very, on the, the bottom total part. <laughs> yeah. Like it's the bottom. So they have wiggle room to mm -hmm. like move up. So when you're negotiating, like I always say, go a little high, go don't high. go crazy, but like, like go a little high because you can always negotiate down. And one of my good influencer friends actually told me that she was like, yeah, girl, like when you're giving out rates or whatever, you always want to go a little bit higher and then negotiate down, down. to your real goal price. Yes. Because if you go, if you say, I want $500 for this, and you propose it to the brand like, yes, yeah, $500 for this, they're going to negotiate you down. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to wind up settling with $400, $450, something like that. When if you would have went $600, you have $100 of wiggle room to negotiate down to the actual rate that you want. So I feel yes. like you can always um, negotiate up. And at the end of the day, um, it's kind of up to you to judge. If you really need the little chump change, it's okay for you to accept something and be like, oh, like, yeah, I'll do that for X amount of money, even though you know it's lowballed. In them moments, it's just like you deciding, like, I'm just, I just want a little something, something so I'm going to do it for this low price. But, you know, when it comes to the real deal being okay with a brand saying, oh, we don't have that in our budget, and you're just, and you're okay walking away from the deal. And it's okay to walk away from a deal. Um, earlier this, you know, I recently I had, a situation that mm -hmm. arose. I had a client that reached out to me. Um, they had a project and they didn't have the budget due to COVID. Mm -hmm. And in that instance, like if we're going to be very realistic, mm -hmm. a lot of small businesses are suffering and they have taken so many losses due to COVID. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to them wanting to like, want you to perform package service B, at a package a pricing right like realistically 
that's not fair to me and my business if you're mm -hmm. wanting like high level services on a low on a lower budget i think that's definitely a red flag especially um with brands if a brand ever comes to you and they're like we want three youtube videos four instagram posts and it's just a whole lot of content they're asking you to do and then when you go to give them their first of all don't ever accept that many unless it's like spread out over a decent amount of time but if they're coming at you with all these deliverables they're asking for i just automatically i'm like oh i'm sorry i'm not available to do this this and this i'm available for one youtube video or i'm available for one instagram photo and this is my rate for that but if they're coming at you with a whole bunch, they asking you for a whole lot, nine times out of 10, they're not going to want to pay for all that they're asking for. So that's kind of a red flag for me. And like you said, if they're like, yeah, so we are interested in all this stuff and the budget is $500, but they're asking you for realistically $10,000 worth of work. Like, no. And then, or another red flag, one is big for me is when they have celebrity um like ambassadors or celebrity clients so you over here you saying you can't pay me but you can pay a thousand dollars for a photo post but you can pay i know you not i know you didn't tell um i don't know i know you didn't tell megan the stallion that if you promote my hair products i'll cut you a check for five hundred dollars i know you're not doing no. that for her so if you got a celebrity budget client budget you got enough money to pay me my rates so that's another kind of red flag for me as far as influencer world and probably for you too Same. if you have branding clients who like they can pay all this money for celebrities or politicians yes. or whatever but then when it comes to you they like oh um i only have this i only have 500 dollars, and i need you to rebrand my yeah. entire and that's kind of like how the situation was it was a client that um I'm, I'm assuming like had a contract with like a local um, city agency mm -hmm. and they were basically looking to like make this particular city mm -hmm. um, life, the city life look mm -hmm. well, whether that's restaurants, dining, that mm -hmm. whole thing. And you, unfortunately, like you cannot get a six hour project mm -hmm. at a two hour budget. Correct. So just knowing like you guys have, you have the ability to set the terms for not even just being an entrepreneur, um, being an influencer, but in your day to day, like careers, if you're still working in corporate America, like mm -hmm. just knowing like you don't have to settle for people not being willing to pay your mm -hmm. prices, knowing that there's one girl, I can't remember her name, but she says the price is the price mm -hmm. and you can set the terms. If you're willing to negotiate the price, don't let them tell you what they want to give you. Right. You tell them what you want to give them and just be, and you have to be okay with it. Because at the end of the day, they came to you for a service. So obviously there's something that you have that they want, right. or they want you to work with you because they value the content that you create or the branding photography yes. that you do or the services that you provide. So that's one thing to like always pay attention to. They came to you for a reason. And if they really want to work with you, they'll negotiate with you. I know every time, like if a brand comes at me and like the rate is super low and then I give them my rate, automatically I know whether they really want to work with me or not. If they um, say, oh, I'm sorry, that's out of our budget, maybe next time versus 
being open to negotiate or saying, well, this is kind of what our budget looks like. Is there anything that you offer that aligns with that? And that's how you can know whether a brand is really interested in working with you or whether they're just trying to kind of get over on you. So, yeah, this stuff. That's it. And then last but not least, we kind of covered it already was just kind of like boundaries um, for yourself or your brand um, to know that you're not settling for less. So how do you um, whether it be like when you're negotiating, you're like, OK, at the end of the day, like I said, if you go high, like you're only going to negotiate down 10 percent. And that's like your but your boundary, your low. That's your floor. That's your floor. <laughs> that's, your floor. that's like your low boundary that you set for like making sure that you're not settling for less or are there any like things that you specifically do to make sure like, okay, at the end of the day, like I might do this, but I ain't doing it. I think always keeping in, uh, being mindful of your time. Like mm -hmm. time is money. Period. Like <laughs> I don't care like how you feel like, oh, it's easy. It's simple. I can do this with a blink of an eye. Time is money. And so if time equals money, when you are, you know, people want to negotiate things, always like think that thing through. Like, oh, I got like, something brewing in my like, think, like, think, think that thing through y'all. Don't just like, don't just sign up and say, okay, like, oh, you can just give me X, Y, Z. No, time is money. And so with time being money, like get paid for your time, like, sit and evaluate It's nothing wrong with negotiating prices but just make sure that you're not lowballing yourself if you want to give 20% off 30% off okay and I like lowballing myself to the point where I'm going to be doing way more work mm -hmm. and then too sometimes and this is why it's good to set your prices to where your prices can allow you to give a 20% off where mm -hmm. you're still getting your base price. So I would definitely say just make sure that you do some type of analysis. Like if I give these people 20% 20 20 off, like am I going to get like the low ball? Are they going to get a high quality end product? And then I'm going to be sitting back here when all my friends are stressing going out. Yeah, stressing, <laughs> pulling my hair out. Like my family's going out and, you know, they want to have movie night and I'm sitting here trying to crunch this project out that I didn't fully get paid for what it was worth. So mm -hmm. that would be my suggestions. Definitely do some type of like check and balance, like fully understanding the full scope of a project um, to where it's not going to end up to where you're doing way more than what you got paid for. And then my last thing, you said the price is the price, but also what you negotiate is what you negotiate. And I say that because it made me it reminded me of a time that I was working with a brand and like after we negotiated, I was going to do this, this and this. And um, it came down to like right before it was time for the content to go live. They were like, hey, uh, do you mind throwing in another slide and making it a carousel poster? Hey, do you mind throwing in an Instagram story? Like you don't have to create any content for it. Like we'll provide a graphic for you, yada, yada, yada. And it was just not selling right with me in my spirit because I was like, you know, what we negotiated is what we negotiated. Like we did not, you trying to throw in these little things. And yes, they even said, they were like, it's just, it's just another um, Instagram story post. Like we'll provide it for you. All you have to do is post it. But at the end of the day, like it seems like something so little, but it's like you negotiated what you negotiated Because people negotiated were trying to milk reason. the system though. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. Like um, sometimes even though they pay you what you 
what you kind of wanted, um, they still want it more from you. Right. And there are, unfortunately, people that are out here that will try to, like, milk they're the like sneak. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll try to sneak a few little things in there. And although, like, at face value, yes, it, it literally just took me hitting a button to do it. And it didn't take no effort on my part to do it. It was about the principle that we negotiated what we negotiate. Because at the end of the day, they weren't saying, oh, hey, we'll pay you X amount of money for adding this in. No, it's just like, oh, like, it's just, can you just throw that in? And no, <laughs> we can't because what we negotiated is what we negotiated. Um, and then always being open. If someone does do that, say, well, hey, this is my rate for including this or sorry we didn't originally negotiate that but if you're interested in xyz this is the rate for it nine times out of ten they'll be like oh it's okay we're fine but if they actually really want it then they'll be open to negotiating again renegotiating to get the price is the price and standing firm on your contracts um standing firm read on them the, read them please read first first standing <laughs> before firm, you sign read it because i mean and, and it's important and you know for me as a business owner all my clients sign contracts mm -hmm. and sometimes you know get low where people want you to do For, things on both ends oh, though yes you, you as a as the employer right mm -hmm. employer yes. yeah and me as a independent contractor per se like for me when i have contracts i've done a lot of contracts in the beginning had like lifetime usage global usage yada 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 and as a new person, I ain't know what all that means. So I'm like, I'm going to sign it because the rate is there. And da, 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 da. Now I have brands who can use my content for the rest of my mm -hmm. life. No matter how big I get. If I'm like a million strong on Instagram and YouTube or something like that, like they can still use my content. Like I still endorse their products because that was the contract that I signed. So that's something I had to be aware of. And mm -hmm. I know you've probably had experiences yes. where your clients don't read or there's been stuff that you didn't think you needed you to add, add but a client showed you like oh there's something else that could be added but it goes contract. to show that like with each contract and each project that you negotiate just always being mindful of how that looks um and just being okay with like the terms like it's one of the like hardest things for me has been like you said okay yeah it's easy to give you one extra picture mm -hmm. but that's not what we negotiated mm -hmm. and like I catch myself a lot you know I Jabari my husband always tells me well will it really take you that much time to give <laughs> them you know like something at that little bit of what they want and the reality of it is no like it won't mm -hmm. but these are the terms It'll add up It'll, yeah and you have to like Set the standard for your brand. Mm -hmm. If you get in a space to where like you're like wigger rooming, like you're allowing people to like it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a mess, and people will continue to. So at some point, you do have to like stand firm mm -hmm. on the terms and the conditions of different contracts. So right, and yeah, kind of a, uh, I want to say like a visual example of kind of what she's talking about is here. You can book rentals, and if you book from eight to ten that don't mean seven forty five to ten thirty. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's just an example of like giving wiggle room because if she's like, oh yeah, it's okay if you come a little bit early. Oh yeah, it's okay if you stay a little bit late. Then when you have other bookings coming in, they're overlapping, then it just becomes a whole mess. So that's kind of like a visual for my visual people. Um, an example of kind of what that looks like when you just keep, if you keep adding, yeah, I could do another photo post or yeah, I could do another photo for you and da 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 da. It's gonna keep adding up, adding up and adding up. Yes. And then at some point you're gonna be like, I'm sick and tired of it <laughs> and then you're gonna have to be like okay i see why people say you need to be firm with um what you negotiate is what yes. you negotiate and the price is the price yes and knowing too that every client um if they're not willing to like come to your baseline with prices like really knowing that it's okay like we should all have our ideal consumers mm -hmm. in mind with everything that we do so like really knowing like okay if they're not able to raise the bar to mm -hmm. like where i want my prices to be like not beating yourself up because that deal didn't go through right um the price with the price being the price just knowing that every client is not our ideal client right that is something that i would encourage everybody like really like when you go into business you should know who your ideal clients are right. who are the ideal brands that you want to work with mm -hmm. um and the ideal clients and the ideal brands that you want to work with mm -hmm. they won't put you in a position to where you're having to like negotiate your prices mm -hmm. or they won't put you in a position to where you know you're having to like worry about if you know they're gonna lowball me or if there's like different red flats or things that you need to look mm -hmm. for or they're gonna cross boundaries right you're legit clients and your legit brands that are serious about investing in you as an influencer at, or as a potential business owner, mm -hmm. like they are going to pay fully for what, you know, the services and the content that you're going to provi provide for them. Right. So know your target audience because another visual, if I walk into Louis Vuitton, they not about to negotiate with me for, so I can get a handbag for $25. They're not going to do it. But, you know, if Gucci Mane or somebody come up in there, they already know, like, that's my target audience. Mm -hmm. That's my target client. He got the coin. Da-da-da. They not about to negotiate with me. They gonna just be like, okay, sweetie, have a good day. <laughs> and you have to kind of be okay with that when, because some people will come to you and they're trying to, like, give you a great value coin, but they want in Louis Vuitton merchandise. So you got to make sure you, like, pick and choose like okay i see that you are not my ideal client and that's okay and don't like negotiate down to be like oh i'm trying to well you can get this louis vachon pen for a hundred and ninety dollars and that still ain't good enough child let them go let the great value go and stick with your louis vachon certified guest so anything else you got for us that is it thank awesome. you so much for having me yeah so i'm super excited thank you again for coming on the show today Will you share your socials and where the people can find you? They can book memberships, all the above. Absolutely. So if you follow me on Instagram, I am Lachey Price. God, I have a lot of handles. If you, <laughs> so my personal page is Lachey Price. And then my photography page is Lachey Price Photography. 
And then if you're interested in studio rentals or bookings, it's the CS Columbia. So if you want to book at the studio, it's the CS Columbia on Instagram. And I'll put all of Lachey's information in the show notes and in the description box. Make sure you guys leave us a comment. Let us know how you're enjoying the Forces Female series. I love y'all so very much. Thank you again for coming on. You're welcome. Yes. And until next week. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and feel free to connect with me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Slimmershay. That's S-L-I-M-R-E-S-H-A-E. Links will be listed in the show notes. And until next time, love yourself and be you, Tiffle. When you say, when you need to say.